You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. going on is really this vi and this, this is factors tv we back at it for uh episode 34. i don't know what's episode not gonna lie to you it's 34 man 34 yeah, all right man. You all if right you say man. so i'm with it yeah okay man we're back at it man appreciate all the support man we just came off a crazy week with converge um where we took over paramount the historic paramount in uh, downtown seattle and got to record a couple episodes stop by with Beza, yeah stop by Beza. so it's been a busy week man what you been up to big dog uh like you said we uh, took over the paramount um you know, football, uh, you know, our 6U made it to the championship. You Shout know out 6U, CD Panther, 6U know, did so that. So speak more about that. Um, D-Pick, man, they, man, they fighting for you, man. You already know, bro. Long live D-Pick, man. Long, Long live D-Pick, first and foremost, man. We lost him uh, a couple weeks ago, man. It's been uh, very hard for Seattle. And um, we're just sending love and support to his family, which is, you know, his wife, his kids, his mother, his sister, everybody, you know, that's close in that circle. The and community. also the, the, the community, because uh, that guy is somebody special to us and he is our family as well. We love him and we miss him. And um, justice should be served because not only he was affected, other families were. And uh, I just want to say that D-Pick, I love you. I miss you, bro. You're a legend in my memory, man. I remember, you know, just being kids, man, and growing up and seeing you grow and become who you are, man, in the stages and the steps, man. Because okay. deep picking the box, man, and the foes, man, was a fool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he uh, he stayed true to who he was. He came back to his community. He's never left his community. That's why I wore this today. Because uh, last year I was complaining. I was complaining because, you know, yeah. you look good, you feel good. There's no way we're winning, we're winning championships. We look like volunteer bus drivers. <laughs> you know, there's no way. We need clothes, you know, so... One thing, D. Piggy and, and you know, uh, bro, Trey, make sure we, uh, Trey on, make sure we got a, a close award today, you know, for bro, because That's I up. told him last year, man, we're not doing that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to look good, too. We're out here balling, and we look like we drive. And now his team, <laughs> 6U, is in the championship, championship Yeah, so you know. support the Vincent. 6U City Panthers. They Sunday. On Sunday. Um, please support him, man. Like, we're we going all out. There's going to be some auctions for D. Pig. All proceeds goes towards his and his, him and his family. Um, and he's having a historical uh, funeral, which will be held at Climate Pledge uh, November 11th, man, or November 10th. I'm going to figure out the day for sure, and um, we'll, we'll put it up in, in, in the captions and all that. But um, you got a funeral at Climate Pledge, man. Nah, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's already been a, a, a roller coaster of emotions, and we haven't even done the funeral yet. I keep saying it like it's been – has been terrible. Um, also, this past what um, was it Monday night or one of these nights? Uh, takeoff from the Mikos was murdered in Houston. Yeah. Uh, also, so rest in peace to Takeoff. Everybody at the QC family, um, the Migos, you know, Quavo, because Quavo, you know, that's his nephew. Uncle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, you know, when you're part of a situation around it, it definitely could be, be heavy on you yourself. So, sending him love as well, man. Uh, long live Takeoff, man. To me, you was the coldest. You was Mysterio, man. You was somebody that. Out of that group, I was like, he's the one that's really coming with it with substance, man. It just shows you that bullets have no name and people don't understand that. That's why there's nothing to play with. And um, if you ain't got the the hands to be a man, you know what I'm saying, then don't do it at all. Because as you can see, innocent people get hurt, man. And this yeah, sadly people. happens a lot. No, it happens a lot. And I was telling somebody, I was debating somebody on Facebook, but 
the problem isn't hip hop or rap music. It's the content, what you put into it. It's the energy you give. It's the company you keep. You know what I'm saying? It's the ties you build. You know, it's the ties you break to its pride, its egos. And we, if we can get past all that, you know what I'm saying? Because all this wasn't happening when it was rapping about house parties. You know, you don't see LL Cool J getting shot at. He's rapping about women. <laughs> so it's not, you know, so it's not rap. You know what I'm saying? It's the content and the energy. The energy you, know? you surround yourself yeah. with. Nah, that's you real know? talk. For real, for real. Um, I mean, like we said, uh, D-Pick, also uh, Caleb, big uh, Caleb. Oh, uh, Caleb. 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 I'm Caleb. sorry. I'll be pronouncing it wrong. Friends. And that, was, yeah. and that was one of those, man. Random they were close friends nowhere, and yeah. it was out of nowhere. And it's just like, you know, days later. A, f- a friend of ours, a friend of his, you know, one of the, you know, the Isabels, you know, the f- one of the families in Seattle is just like, it's just unbelievable the times we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on to the next thing, man, and um, we're going to, like I said, we're going to put all the info for all the, the charities and all the donations and the places you could make uh, auction bids for some of the items that they're going to give for the families of these two people, man, uh, my guys, man. Once again, long live takeoff. But uh, on a lighter note, so I guess you want to talk about plagiarism on Facebook status stealing? No, I mean, I mean, I'll let you take that. You know? I mean, because it's just with me <laughs> is that uh, we believe in originality over here at Converge. Uh, and people begin confused when I say stealing status. I don't mean like, you know, like sharing a status. I'm talking about you copy and paste it and wrote that like it's out. your brainchild. <laughs> and that, I just, you know, I don't judge people, but it's a little loony, ain't it? It's a little different. I don't know. Yeah. How cool are you in real life? No, you know? they'll, uh, they'll help you. Uh, they'll steal something and help you find it. Man, you know? listen, man. You got I don't know, substance. bro. It's just right here. You know? <laughs> you got any substance. And then, yeah. you know, there'll be people in the comments like, oh, you so crazy. Man, you, you, you killing it. Like, man, if you don't get out of here, man, you seen that on the meme. Shout out to Sonny, boy. Oh, my God. He is hellacious on the book. <laughs> he didn't claim kids. It wasn't his, man. So. Hey, man, Sonny's in, in his seventh year playing for the Mariners. Let him tell it, man. He needs a show, bro. He's with the farm team right now getting ready. Someone uh, said, Facebook said, we need a show called Surviving Sonny. Surviving fucking Sonny, man. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, it's just a thing where you want people to be original, man. You want people to be them. And you get to see how people are corny online and ride waves and be trendy. You know what I'm saying? Um, be you the best way you is possible. But you know? see, it's but see, but the thing is, you know, because I'm starting to feel like an old nigga. You know what I'm saying? But also know that there is also a thing called, you know, um, like you know, there's there's currency. If you know, like web currency, there's social currency. You know what I'm saying? So I know you have to build yourself. Social currency is a thing. Yeah, it's so in my classes. There's different. Um, there's different ways to do it. I've seen people do that. You know, sometimes you do get big followers and stuff off stuff like that, but it's a thin line of who you are, how you act, and who you really are compared to, you know, just totally being somebody different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. On or offline. So, okay. you know, but um, I wanted to ask you, I remember you spoke uh, not too long ago, the marijuana industry, uh, you were working with Noble Farms or some, or, you know, getting in with them. Um, what do you, what do you think needs to happen Cause I'm not about to pretend like it's gonna be laws changed and some money thrown at us. I don't expect no bones to be thrown, but how can minorities or blacks be more supported in the marijuana industry? Or you know, or well, sadly, to be honest with you, throw money around. Opportunity, at least. Um, we're trying to work on 
community relations and getting people to come and do uh, uh, interviews and people who want to be interns, you know, just come in there and be able to work in the farm or work in one of the retail stores because you have to give opportunity. You owe us opportunity. Um, and not just Noble Farm, but as a whole, the marijuana industry in Washington State owes black people and people of color opportunity, ownership. So um, my big thing, my agenda that I'm pushing is being able to get those opportunities to people who do want to learn how to work in the farms or do want to work retail or be a part of community relations. Because if you think about it, when the industry blew up, it was only marijuana. People will realize people with money is the people who are in charge. Nobody ever did community relations. I don't even know how big they are or from here. Nobody's been in touch with the community and learning what needs to be done and investing this and that. And half of it is their fault. The other half is a lot of people don't want to accept money from marijuana industries and they have to get over that. And they're just waiting for the federal government to say, hey, it's cool now. But there's so much funding that's missing because a lot of people and a lot of businesses don't accept marijuana um, uh, donations. And we got to just be better with that because honestly, it's going to help us so much with resources, with school, um, with health care, um, with even the roles, there's certain taxes, but just people as a whole deserve opportunity, especially people of color. But see, and I, and I agree and I totally respect that. My thing is I don't, I don't want handouts, but also I don't want them to do things just to say that they're doing it. I want them to actually try to make a dent in the process of, you know, reconciliation with how they presented the permits, the opportunity to buy and be in the fight, you know, the marijuana 502 industry, then how they kept people out based on the records and they freed up their records with so many different things. And then the cost of things, you know, licenses were, you know, this much amount. And then when they go to resale, someone wants to sell your license or a permit to sell or grow, see the sale system. It's like they want 40,000, they want a hundred thousand, they want 300,000, you know? So um, I'm hoping they really do something where they make a dent in, making things right and then keeping things right and not just saying, hey, we're going to a quick fix. Yeah. Oh, let's make it for and, a and minute. It's really not a fix. It's just something. That, it's just really PR. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I hope it's really, really true PR, not just, you know, we're going to look good for the community because yeah. we're old so much from this industry. Take a picture and that'd be it. That's just a moment. Um, on to the next subject, man, which we talked about before and I called it this time, man. I give you your props, but, you know, Doka, the coach from Celtics, already getting a job, man. The Nets fired Steve Nash. So Steve Nash is out of there, man. He was horrible anyway, but um, he should be a skills coach. That's what he should do. Head coach, no way. He got players he's not even playing right and using right. But um, the Nets are looking into hiring him, and it's like heavy. It's like already done, basically. You know how the media talks like, you know, but they're basically saying that the deal's done. Um, they already was looking at him. And it just goes to show you that cancel culture can't cancel you as long as you keep your head down and keep going. And and that's what I was gonna say. There's like an old old oh, saying, Jesus, you know. But there's you know some always say, uh, <laughs> you know, you can either be good or be good at it. You know, I mean, and he could have you know not went through. He couldn't you know like he didn't need to do what he had to do with the scandal and scam and all that and all and everything going on. But the fact that he's good at his job means he's gonna find another job. So you know, either be good or be good at it. So there's, I mean, Trump became president. Man, big, well, he was big old cases. president too, man. You feel me? Listen. So either be good or be good at it. He was good at BSing. Fighting cases, catching but cases. But he put that Trump's, money in the streets. We're not going to front like man, he put that money in the streets. We're to get to the point. Uncle T, up. slide up on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uncle T got that pack for you. Got yeah. that pack in the streets, fam. Man, well, uh, we got a guest today. So you going to introduce your guest. We're about to go to break. And when we come back. The Miss Nina Sky, um, she's an entrepreneur, 
a businesswoman. Um, more recently, she's transferred over to TV. <laughs> she had a viral moment. So um, we're going to have her come speak about her life, what she does, where she come from, her products, and where she's going. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Lemons into lemonade. Portland, once again, is on as Converge Media joins hands with the Trap Kitchen for the Trap Kitchen Weekend, Friday, November 18th at the Roseland Theater in downtown Portland. This is your guy, Cool Nut, from Converge Media and Jammin' 107.5, inviting you to join me, G. Perico, Jay Worthy, Savvy Third, Asia, and many more. Hosted by Trap Kitchen's own Monty Blanco from VH1's Black Ink Compton as we celebrate food, music, and culture like only the Trap Kitchen can. Tap in with me in the Trap Kitchen weekend, Friday, November 18th at the Roseland Theater here in Portland. And make sure and follow Trap Kitchen PDX for more details or get your tickets today at roselandpdx.com. Welcome back to another episode of Factors TV. I'm your host and we have a very special guest, um, an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, just got into TV, television. She's also, you have some new products and lines launching soon. Miss Nina Sky, how are you and what's going on? I am doing good. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. Um, Miss Nina Sky, tell people who you are, what you do, you know. Um, so I'm Nina Sky. I'm a body piercer. I have a shop downtown Tacoma. You guys got to come check it out. Um, I've been piercing for the past six years. Um, just recently, I'm going to be launching my own. Excuse me. My own tampon line is going to be stringless. Ooh. Period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For the period. But um, yeah, this tampon line came about. Um, you guys may have seen me on the Baddies West audition. Baddies West. <laughs> so you know me taking a little moment, an embarrassing moment, and I'm about my bag. So I chose to turn lemons into lemonade. And get to the bag. Yeah, so I should. will be having my stringless tampons dropping soon. It's called Tucked. You guys have to go follow the uh, Instagram page um, at Get Tucked with three Ds at the end. That's what's up. I heard that. Okay. <laughs> How was their reaction when that happened? You know, because because I know there's always a pre. You know, there's a pre-recording that's released later on. So when that happened, how did they react at the auditioning? And how did you take it? Like, how did you come out of it when, so, like, when you left? When it happened, I was definitely like, oh, my gosh, what the hell? You know, it was definitely an accident. Some people think that I did it on purpose just to promote Okay, because I thought you did it on purpose because I said she worked her. That's marketing. Yeah, <laughs> no, I didn't do it on purpose. I'm just a marketing genius. I heard that. So, you know, when certain things take place, I knew it was going to air. You know what I'm saying? It filmed about a month or so ago. So I already knew like, okay, they're going to put this. Well, no, they have to put that in there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. You okay. know, so I knew when they, um, when they showed it, that's when I was going to let the world know, hey, I'm coming out with this. You know, okay. Me. Okay. So of course, we saw the vlogs and blogs, and mm -hmm. you know, everybody sharing it, talking about it. Did and you have still. any? And still, and you know, that's still. why I say you better go. You better you you better yoke it. <laughs> and um, still, have you? Did you have anybody supportive of you? Yes, I have okay. so many people. Okay. That are like, they really want to see me on the show. They want to see more of me. Okay. Um, so many DMs every day. And, and what? What network does it show? Um, this is on Zeus Network. Zeus. Okay, yes. so that's the same one as the other baddies and yes. the Jocelyn stuff, right? Right, okay. correct. Okay, I heard about Zeus correct. before. I don't, you know, get too much because that, that stuff's wild, but 
You know, I yeah. heard that. Would you okay. would you be able to handle being around them women? Of course I would. Okay. Because I am who I am. I heard that. You know, they're going to gravitate towards me just period. Okay. Based off of my character, my nature, mm. the people that raised me. Okay. You know. Okay. So do they tell you if you get in the show? Do you have to go to another audition? No, nope, the auditions are over. Okay. Um, they will let us know. Okay. I don't know. Even though people think I do know, I don't. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you know. You're going to do it. If they want to see me on it, you guys just go to Zeus's page and tag me at Nina Sky underscore the piercer. That's Nina Sky with two eyes. Okay. So they so they could actually go do that and help you, you know. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. You know, go go do that because we need her on there. Okay. So if say say you get put in the show, mm-hmm. tell me where do you see yourself three to five years from now? And I ask that because from my standpoint, I don't believe a reality show to be the, you know, all ends. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I really believe it to be a beginning and a launch for people to help them in their careers and business. Yeah. So let's say, let's say two to four years after the show, where do you see yourself? Um, you know, two to four years after the show, I definitely would see myself maybe possibly having my own um, with business women, you know, and we're all on there supporting each other. Um, black women, of course, but I accept all, well, you know, I accept all okay. types of women, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Um, just taking it to that next level. Definitely continue to do my piercings. Um, probably open up other stores in other cities, locations. So, yeah. Okay, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, where can, okay, so one more time before we go, let them know where they can find you at, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you want to know, and what do you got coming up? Okay, so you guys can find me on Instagram, Nina Sky underscore the piercer. That's with two Y's. Um, I'm on Facebook, Nina Sky the Piercer. TikTok, same exact thing, Nina Sky the Piercer. Um, right now, I just have coming up is my tucked uh, business line. Tampons. Yes, the stringless tampons. They will be coming soon. It is a lot of work. Uh, me and my team though are working extremely hard to get it going no. as quickly as possible. And 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 you're allowed that. Like you're making a quality product. Yeah. You're about to blow up. Yeah. And are you gonna be letting people buy shares and come in to invest in the business? You know, I'm trying to get confident <laughs> products, they always gonna be in. Let me get in. Always gonna be in. And you know, it's okay. definitely something to discuss for the future. Okay, no, for sure. Well, I appreciate you coming. Thank you Thank for coming. You. Thank and you, for you know, me. many blessings. If you I blow up, it. don't forget about us. You I know? won't. I won't. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll be back to finish off the episode. Um, see you guys. I'm going to take another break. Stay tuned, though. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME, and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Hey guys, Lisa Gordon here. And before heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more. Before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. Welcome back. Another break. This is VI. Really, man. That was a dope interview, man. That was dope. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate much, it. Much love um, to the Sky for coming through, man. Man, under pressure, man, turned into a diamond. Nah, but right? she showed up, she did her thing, and you know, 
I'm proud of her because she's not afraid to, you know, still attack it. She's not embarrassed. She's making the most of her moment, you know, which is what we got to do in life, you know, which DP did every day. Long every day, DP. man. Long but, um, DP, man. Now, there's something I wanted to ask you. We spoke on, you know, and we've spoken on so many different, you know, subjects, whether it's, you know, homelessness, you know, uh, addictions, other things. Uh, you just passed the six year anniversary of being clean from well, sipping juice. Yeah. Um, for a while from 2009 to 2015 i was addicted to um promethic codeine which is called lean it's a party drug it's a it's a drug that's basically a liquid heroin slows you down slows thing down around you um but the problem is it's made to be cool amongst our people and amongst different generations and uh i was lost in it and you know you don't know when you're addicted to something you don't know at all and i um it took took me my brother fighting with me it took me seeing people go through stuff it took me losing a lot um to try to kick it and uh when i did it it, the effects of it was like oh we grew up making fun of crackheads and smokers it was smoker shit i mean i can't put it no other way twitching can't sleep sweating all the time ain't had a solid boo-boo in two months being 100 uh, yeah it's Sorry. funny but those are the side effects yeah and that stuff's real like when you're coming off it it's heroin they don't tell you that lean is flavored it's a syrup that's for coughing and for respiratory but people use it you know and abuse it and i was one of those people and uh it took me a long time to get off of it and fight it and once i did i started seeing people around me um how it made you and what it made you how did it make you feel like being rid of it like spiritually mentally emotionally and financially because i know it's a costly habit as well man costly it's a uh, very trendy and it just grew over time and it became very costly into my uppers hundreds of thousands like no bs yeah, no that um, i know that's crazy you easily spent a couple hundred thousand in a year or two on that stuff but honestly i feel like gucci man because i read his book in my fourth year being sober being clean from lean and um in his book <laughs> everything i went through while sipping lean he was really going through i'm not lying emotional mm-hmm. being unstable lashing out on people being reserved disappearing um unconscious of the decisions you're making like he really you know it was crazy to see somebody I already looked up to and listened to but he was literally going through things um that i was going through so you know it's big for me it's six years and uh I say it every year and people always act like it's brand new, but it's because of how smooth I did it. I wouldn't know, like, you know, but it's just, it's just, I don't, I'm not one of those that showboat. I just do what I do. And so even when you're doing stuff behind closed doors, it's still a problem and an issue. And I was just, I was just hiding insecurities and it, problems that I had to face. So I'm um, very thankful. I thank God and I thank my friends and family and everybody that stuck with me and, uh, and fought with me because it was a real fight for real, for real. That's the only thing I've, I can honestly say I've ever been addicted to in my life. I'm, I'm glad, you know, you found the strength to make it happen and, you know, get off it for the betterment yourself. You know, people around you, I'm proud of you because there's people who still ain't, you know, kicked the cup from the early 2000s, you know. And there's some people I know who who have to wear a diaper, you know, or yeah. who their their bones aren't the same. You know, it's, it's crazy. You know, I, I know some people who if they don't drink it, they get ill. You know, it's weird. So I'm proud of you because it is an addiction. If you do have addiction, 
there's many hotlines, you know, to get help. There's many places you can go, you know, if, you know, if somebody in your family or yourself wants to talk to somebody or get help for this, because that's a real issue in our community. And it's really just transcended forms and substances. It's always been an issue, you know, as long as we can remember, but it's just transformed, you know, from hair on to crack, you know, different things, meth, you know, so perks, you know, now. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud of you and happy for you, you know, and, you know, really blessed that you're still here because there's a lot of rappers who died from that. You know what I'm saying? You know, a lot of rappers. You know? and, you so, know, and who wants to hear their brother mad about you being asleep all the time? <laughs> Man, Jesus Christ, wake up. Um, and sleep of life. We uh, we spoke about it earlier, but we took over Paramount. Converse takes over Paramount. Um, we stopped by. We seen Beza. Uh, you know, our, our our good sis was in there. You know, the the most famous Trey Holiday. Um, what was that like? You know, taking all the Paramount because one thing I liked was the architecture and the feel of it. It felt regal. It that's felt, what for you me. Know, it yeah. felt royal. You know, what I'm saying um, that's that's history right there. The Paramount is huge. It's major in Seattle. It's a staple. Um, really thankful for Seattle Theater Group letting Converse come in and take over and have a ball and record episodes and have us in there. Man, I seen Kurt on the screen. You know, it's dope to see us in that moment. You know, what I'm saying in that light. You know, people hit me up like that. Background's crazy. It's like we had the Paramount. You know. It was dope, and I'm very thankful for uh, Phil Jackson always making plays happen and putting it together. That's big O. And uh, I had a ball, man. I can't wait to do it again because that was the second time we've done it, but uh, I think it's going to get greater. No, yeah, I, I went in there, and just the feel of it and the environment, and it was, like, calm and peaceful. You know, it was like – it's like a – Really, it's like it's, it's here, just bigger. But you know, you know, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, it was in there swinging. <laughs> you can feel the energy. Yeah, in there. and they had me serving popcorn. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's 2022. <laughs> Shine my shoe. Beep, beep, beep. Doorman. Yeah. Chomp, you hold the door. It's oh, like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, quickly, we're going to, your boy, yeah, apologized. Kanye apologized to Joy Floyd, his, his family, family, but it's too late. I feel like, okay, you can say it's too late, but also, he was just speaking how he felt, you know, he's just on a bigger flat platform to me, it just went everywhere. But, uh, you know, he also donated money when it happened to like the family. They didn't say they didn't bad mouth the man, you know, when he donated two million, you know, to the family, you know, they wasn't bad. And now you're suing them for 250 million. So I can see why they feel how they felt. But also, you know, everybody's OK with somebody's opinion until it's about them, you know. So we got to find a balance of being able to criticize and take criticism. And Kanye, actually, I mean, he said a lot. He said some things that were true, not the fentanyl stuff, because I don't want to put death and have someone die. You know, I want to determine how they die. But as far as how people own businesses and, you know, the opportunities we don't get and how they, he's not lying, it's just the delivery. And I spoke with a couple people about that. It's just the delivery. So um, once again, like, you know, you can either stand with your black man or you could turn them. And you can see a lot of people is turning and some of them are standing. And it's depending on what your views are on in life and your morals are and what you believe in is what's going to get you to stand with them. So, I mean, he made flashing lights. I can't turn my back on him. So, oh, no, he yeah, not going to he made flashing lights. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong. He can do in my eyes. No, um, not at all. Uh, nah, but everybody has a point of views. Um, we were going to speak about mental health and we still can. But. I just want people to stop tying that to anything they don't disagree with. There's been a lot of words that dropped in the past two to five years that toxic. are buzzwords. Yeah. Toxic, you know, narcissist, misogyny. You know, I said, look, on the internet, I said, you guys are nothing but a bunch of, uh, a bunch of misandrists. And they was like, what's that? I said, see, <laughs> you guys don't know what that is, but you're calling the man, misog you know, all day misogynistic. But, um, yeah. no, there's so many buzzwords, you know, 
And I'm so tired of people seeing something they don't agree with, don't like or don't understand. And, you know, he needs to really get his mental health check. And maybe he just might be, you know, fed up, you know, or maybe he might be going through something. And really, I kind of kind of felt him because he's a, still a black man. And I seen him going through stuff that we that we go through as black men. When him and Kim broke up, you know what I'm saying? They say he's crazy for buying a house next to Kim. But they also explain that Kanye's mom took him from his dad and said, don't come. So in his mind, it's like playing I'm not, over. It's playing yeah. over again. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not about to be far from my children. So as a black man, I can see that they were getting mad. He was putting text messages out and, you know, putting their business out. You know, when it came to not knowing what a kid's birthday party was having custody or, or time with his kids. But as a black man, I've been there where I've had to go public. You look at me crazy, but yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've had to go public or reach out to somebody's auntie because I'm not getting the reaction from you that I need. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's voicing their opinion, but I think you have to understand where he's coming from to see, you know, that's well, it for me. I mean, it's been a great episode, man. I think we had us a good one. We had Nina Sky on, man. She definitely on fire right now. She brought that bubble with her. Man, viral. It's it's hereditary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's genetical. Okay. So I nah. need tons of help, dog. Nah, shout out to this guy for coming. You know, um, really dope individual. But uh once again, um, long live D pick, man. Um, long live takeoff, man. We're praying for our families, man. We're sending love. We're sending my bro out, climate pledge this week, uh coming up, beginning of the next week. Um, like I said, we'll have the information on here. So Long live to you guys, man. There's auctions and things going on where you can buy items that are mm-hmm. going to be um, the proceeds go Long to the family. Caleb too. Yeah. Long live Caleb too. Long live Caleb. Much love well. to the Isabel family. Yeah, a lot of love to the Isabel family. We've been uh, we've been going through a lot in Seattle, so pray for the city, man, and make sure that you tell your loved ones you love them. And uh, if it's not worth it, man, don't hold on to it. Hello. And I don't see your kids on um, picture day looking tacky. This is episode 34. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.